Love your propane grill? Well, life just got a little easier with Propane Taxi. Stop lugging that tank. Propane Taxi is a propane grill tank home delivery service that's ridiculously easy and convenient. Just go online, choose a delivery date, and Propane Taxi delivers grill tanks straight to your door. You can exchange any brand of tank. And right now, new customers get their first tank exchange for $10 with promo code TANK10. That's $10 for your first tank exchange with promo code TANK10. Visit PropaneTaxi.com. No contact, no commitment, no problem. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast, your twice-weekly progressive politics podcast with a social justice and atheist streak a mile wide, uh, where we hail currently from America's most quirky theocracy, the state of Utah, where our most popular condiment apparently is fry sauce. And if you have to wonder what that is, that's like ketchup mixed with mayonnaise and served. uh, I don't know. I fucking hate the stuff. I, I, I would never eat it. I barely put any kind of sauce on anything. I eat my meats dry unless it's got gravy, especially KFC gravy. I'll drink the shit out of that stuff. Anyway, this is episode number 148. You don't care about my dietary restrictions at all. I'm X, and I'm your host for this magnificent show. And joining me this week on the panel are Felicia Entwistle and Kyle Steenblick. Uh, If this is the first time that you've heard our show, we've got a lot for you guys to enjoy, including, uh, let's see, we have some fun with real audio, including uh, we have Alex Jones talking about how he's going to make more babies to stop the globalists. We've got some pastors from a church with some decidedly interesting hot takes on gay culture. Uh, we've also got, uh, let's see, the InfoWars revenge porn thing that's been going on. We have a business in Scotland that's being bullied for being open on Sundays. We have some interesting news about the Galapagos Finches. You might not think it might be that interesting, but just wait till you see. Uh, anyway, uh, we've got a bit of a break that we're going to send you to right now just so you can hear from another podcast that we love and enjoy and you really should be listening to it this is the utah outcasts and we'll be right back the hardcore skeptic examines is a bi-monthly documentary style podcast that includes interviews research and commentary from your host Corey johnston that's me as the host of the brainstorm podcast i've spent the last three plus years trying to spread critical thinking and skepticism while having fun this project is intended to look at some of those same topics covered by brainstorm but a bit deeper with the long intervals between episodes and the long format i'm hoping to provide good information that educates as well as entertains check out my patreon for more details at www.patreon.com slash hardcore skeptic or follow my twitter at hardcore skeptic it's amazing scientists have a have found a new species of finch and they've watched it happen in pretty much real time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this is going to piss off the young earth creationists out there. So if you're if you're mad about that, go fuck yourselves because uh, we can prove <laughs> evolution here. Microevolution, whatever the fuck you want to mm-hmm. call it. And so they, it's a new type of Galapagos finch. Uh, Charles Darwin, of course, developed his famous theory by studying the varieties of finches on the Galapagos Islands. Mm-hmm. Uh, this comes from the researchers at Princeton University and Uppsala University in Sweden and was published in the latest issue of the uh, Journal of Science. Um, oh. 
Yay. The researchers found that a foreign finch species arrived about 36 years ago mm-hmm. and it mated with a resident finch and mm-hmm. created a new species that consists of about 30 birds. That's amazing that they're able to track that much, too. That's uh, Yeah. Well, they, they watch these islands. Those islands are under constant observation. <laughs> Uh, let's see. It was uh, the new species happened during field work carried over the last four decades by a bunch of people, two scientists from Princeton on the small island of Daphne Major. Uh, the novelty of this study is that we can follow the emergence of the new species in the wild, said one of the researchers. Uh, through our work on Daphne Major, we were able to observe the pairing up of two birds from different species mm-hmm. and then follow what happened to see how speciation occurred. And so you might be wondering how this happened. The The Galapagos Islands are very remote, uh, which makes mm-hmm. them perfect for studying evolution. In this case, the isolation caused a newcomer finch who came from about 62 miles away. That's a long flight for a small bird. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Uh, to choose a mate on that island. And when the babies matured, they couldn't find mates among the local finches. Mm-hmm. And so what happens when you can't find mates within uh, outside of your own lineage? The the offspring decided to uh, mate with their own lineage, strengthening the development of that species. Mm-hmm. So that furthers the speciation because they they couldn't attract the mates be- by their song and their um, I believe they said that their beak, you yeah, know, beak size and shape, which mm-hmm. is a major cue apparently for finches. That's what gets them it, off on the yeah on those on the on those islands. Yes, yeah. So researchers previously assumed that the formation of a new species takes a very long time. Uh, but in the big bird lineage, it happened in just two generations. Just two. Just that fucking, is, that's, that's, that's incredibly heartbeat, fast. Man. <laughs> and for people who are wondering what we're talking about, speciation, is that mm-hmm. they, the species are no longer able to produce offspring. Right. And so they, they can't mate with somebody of, the, of a different lineage mm-hmm. and, you know, create offspring anymore. So they're de- definitively right. a new species out there. Right. Right. And there's, and there's two, there's a couple different paths for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason this happens on Galapagos is uh, because, uh, because they are geographically remote. You yeah. species on one Island usually can't physically get to another Island. They're, they're geographically separated. Yep. By no less than 62 miles at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. Uh, according to, um, no, let's see, this came from him at Meta. He says, uh, for those young Earth creationists who think that evolution is a fairy tale, and I'm looking at you, Ray Comfort, please pay attention <laughs> because it is being observed in real time. So I just think that's great that we have this magical, you know, we could point out evolution, but that's the thing is that they've moved the goalposts again. It's no longer just, you know, uh, speciation happening within a couple of generations. Mm-hmm. It has to do with they want everything to be described by evolution. How planets formed, you know, all that other bullshit. It's yeah, like, no, you're talking about cosmology. And yeah. Talking about abiogenesis. Well, evolution talks about this, and they don't want this to be what they're talking about. They want it to be life, the universe, and everything. Right. And well, the other the other problem with that is you can't explain one component or one element of uh, of evolutionary theory without touching on all of these other facets of it. And you you can't you you can't go into it without talking about things like, uh, um, oh, what, what's it called? Sympathetic 
speciation evolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where you where you have two separate species that evolve along similar or the same uh, the same same path. You have you have species that come out looking remarkably similar. Yeah. But are are different. Which is why you would, you're able to have lions and tigers that can have offspring. You know, mm-hmm. where it's not it's not a viable different species. Right. It's not a viable. Yeah. Because they can't mate with anybody. So, and mm-hmm. it's like the same thing with donkeys and zebras. They they are different enough, but they're simpatico enough that they can still mm-hmm. produce an offspring. So, different right. species, but they can't produce a viable offspring that will actually continue on that lineage. So, it's just very fucking fascinating that they got this it's, within two generations, and yeah. it happened on the Galapagos Islands. Right, right. <laughs> so you, you can't, you you can't, but you can't explain. You can't, you can't explain it in a in a small enough, short enough conversation for them mm-hmm. to to really follow along. Mostly because they are they are completely ignorant of the the basics of what we're talking about. Yeah, the dumbasses. The charge is murder. How does the defense plead? Your Honor, the defense would like to plead not guilty. Fine, then the court finds in favor of the defense. Your client is free to go. What? Yes! Yes! Honey, we need to the other What does this say? My murder weapon. Where's the men's room? We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. If you needed a certain way to defeat your your villain in the story that you create, I highly doubt one of them would be having more children. I mean, unless you're, I don't mm, know. I've never read a story where, where where. Well, I mean, I guess it, I guess it kind of works for for multiple man. Yeah, and I I I'm actually really, but that's not really. I'm looking forward to them making that movie. That'd be really cool. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we have Alex Jones, and he's uh, he's going to talk about beating the globalists. And oh, I've already given okay. you how that's going to happen. But it, whoever would have a child with this man, I seriously question their sanity. Here we go. The elite psychopaths, they are seeing all this and are testing it on us and now really do have massive life extension. They've got stuff that's AI. It's just not self-aware, but it's it can't be it, 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 AI unless it's self-aware. You know, we no, not not true AI. I mean, I mean, it's used it's used colloquially to yeah, we're to describe. We've dumbed um, down bots, you know. Yeah, and you know, like uh, neural networks and stuff like that. We're not yeah. actually talking about literal artificial intelligence. Intelligence has to be sentient, you know. Yeah, that's that's the way that works. Yeah, artificially intelligent, and what we know they've got is so advanced that that's why. They act like we don't even exist now. They've got a plan. They're carrying it out. And they don't want us to be aware of it or to have any culture. And people. Whoa. Whoa. They don't what, want what? us to have any culture. That doesn't make sense. Did you hear that? That's nonsense. I heard dog whistle there. It's <laughs> Alex Jones. It's Alex Jones. He doesn't make sense. That's just. That just. Do you want to just go ahead and recite those 14 words while you're sitting there, Alex? Is that what you're talking about? Is it. I mean, because that's what I heard when he said not have a mm-hmm. culture. Hmm. <laughs> People that are part of it are scared and are there dutifully following their orders. You watch those Google, Facebook, and Twitter executives in those hearings attacking InfoWars. 
They were scared of Congress and they were scared and they were there like little scientists. Yes, sir, we're doing it. <sighs> Program operational yes. We're gonna shut them down, don't worry. Ugh. Because they've been they've been dialed. God, in, he gets okay? off on this shit. They've He's been like, dialed uh, in. Uh, they're like, on to they're that, on to you me. Know, those are the sounds he makes during sex. Oh my oh, god. god. Oh, oh, damn it, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> I did well, not I, want to think I, of this man climaxing. I'm I did not. Reporting the things that are real. I'm just reporting, <laughs> I'm just reporting the things that are real. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh. Alex Jones listens to stuff like Jordan Knight when he's about to blow his load, and he's, you know, I'm give it to you. <laughs> tell me, tell me, Jesus, tell me, Christ. He listens to oh, Blue God, Swede. Booga, I, made <laughs> I made myself sick. It's fine. Yeah, we're gonna get some comments on this one. Oh, you I'm guys sure, keep sure, to the I'm fucking sure. topic. I'm sure, I'm sure he does things like <laughs> scream that the female orgasm is a globalist plot. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's a lizard person. <laughs> There's no physiological evidence. The <laughs> <laughs> clitoris want, isn't a thing. I want female orgasm. <laughs> No, if they can have them, no, why can't we have them? Why can't I have a female <laughs> orgasm? <laughs> like, it Alex. doesn't exist. They're lying to you. It doesn't exist. <laughs> How's your throat feeling, honey? That shit um, hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> my throat is a bit tender today, as it is. So, <laughs> You know, whatever you do in Alex Jones, you feel like you have to cough afterwards. You're like, I just gargled a bunch of butter and no, some ash. Yeah, actually, I don't, it's really I don't. unpleasant. That actually hurt quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Don't do, do it, it, kids. Don't no. do it. Well, no, he, he, he do it. Well, he does it because he did it for so long. He developed scarring on his vocal on his uh, <laughs> vocal folds. Oh, so he's done the uh, the, yeah. the James Hetfield thing where he like yeah. he drinks warm milk with Jägermeister to to make it oh, feel better. God, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> just turn. I we don't, you know that, that 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 that's almost as gross as the drinking semen. Hold on, <laughs> it's surprisingly salty. <laughs> it's surprisingly salty. Yeah, but it's only effective if it's still warm. Oh my god! <laughs> and Felicia's throat is sore today. <laughs> I can swallow. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! They want themselves to be safe. That's why almost none of them have families because they're saying. No one in the EU leadership now has children, except for five countries that are pulling out of it. They all have. That was amazing. That oh my was god, a I long love those pauses. You're just like, and are you going to say <laughs> something? And I'm going to dial it back just because he said that they five people don't have like what was it nobody in the EU leadership? Nobody. No, you can't say the word nobody. Nobody except for like five of them. Nobody. Dot dot dot. Except no 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 no. That's somebody then. That's a few of them. You know. <laughs> and also, and also, I don't think that's true. <laughs> no, I, yes, no, it's, it's really it's not. True. Think is that most people have kids still. Like, even mm -hmm. in countries where the population is on a decrease, it's because people are having less children, <laughs> not because yeah. less people are having children. I, although that too. <laughs> But After having just, three, I'm a vocal uh, vocal proponent of people not having children. Hi. Yes. <laughs> Don't. I double up your method. I double up my method. All right. I double bag up. my 
I bagged my weasel two times. <laughs> I got do not One do not do that. Do no. not double bag. Do no. not do actually, not do not actually, take sex advice from our podcast. <laughs> it actually decreases the effectiveness of your condoms. Yes. yes. Just use one. <laughs> yeah. I, I was merely just doing a master shake reference because I love Aqua Teen. <laughs> <laughs> Has children, except for five countries that are pulling out of it. They all have kids. All the major elites don't have children now, ladies and gentlemen. Because all most of those people, most of those people are old. Many of them are children. old, have already had, had children. They had children, they had children. Alex. They had them. They're grown. They're, right. they're still their children. Does he understand that? That like they're still your children once they're an adult. I, I don't. Does, I don't know that he does understand like still that. Your but I, I also don't think he quite understands that uh, some of the people he's talking about are still fairly young. Yeah, he's and talking, some of them might not have had children yet. Mac Macron right, right. has no, not yeah, had he's kids yet. About, he's talking know. about like people like Zuckerberg. Yeah, who and, who does have children? By the way. Yeah, that's right. But he's oh, they're also oh, young. And, and ladies, it you are safe to have kids until your mid fit forties. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, depending talk to your doctor always. Uh, and you might have a high quote high risk pregnancy, but the reality is that you're fine. Like you you don't have to have kids by the time you're twenty five. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. It, all the way through your thirties, yeah. in fact, unless you have extenuating circumstances, you're fine. You're fine. Life extension technologies. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. He's making it sound a lot like the the plot to um Kingsman. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're gonna find themselves holed up in a volcano somewhere. You know? Yeah. <laughs> or it wasn't a yeah. volcano, it was like a mountainside like retreat. And so just god damn it. Yeah. Because they've been told. You may not get access into the ARC centers, the below-ground oh, facilities and places during this, if you've got oh, kids. Shit. Oh, shit, this is the Kingsman. Yeah, yeah, it is. Dude, no, Alex, that was just a movie. That was, a, that was Samuel L. Jackson, honey. That's, a, that's an actor. This is, that was designed to be utterly insane. Did you The church scene was not a real thing that happened, Alex. Does Nobody, he, that was not real. It was just wonderfully choreographed. Does he not understand right. how difficult and how idiotic it would be for, you know, people to actually have these quote unquote arc centers that he's talking about there? Because the people that build them would be the ones going there and destroying all the rich people and going there themselves. It's like once yeah, somebody else knows that it exists, it loses all importance it does not work that way anymore yeah <laughs> you, you can't really look secret societies aren't really a thing and uh, how I the mean, fuck would you no. travel there you know it's like huh Bye. this rich person is on his private airplane going to this one area hmm what's he doing over there i say let's investigate you know <laughs> <laughs> well the, who's charter okay rich people don't generally like uh retain pilots they charter planes. Right. These are pilots who are flying as if they were commercial, but uh, like just regular flights, like we all fly, but they're just doing chartered planes. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, they're not elites. I mean, they're just pilots who got yeah. great mm -hmm. jobs. And so 
what do they get do they get to go to the arcs or are they like kicked out afterward because i don't think that's gonna go down well no they're like oh thank god we made it to the ark in time thank you pilot you can go home now like what no no doesn't doesn't work that way i will murder you (laughs) i will murder you and take your identity i flew you here (laughs) when when it's end of the world situations like that don't (laughs) don't discount how strongly somebody wants to survive They tell if you're a lifeguard, they tell you about this. Drowning people will try to drown you who save mm-hmm. themselves, even if it means they could die more likely themselves. Because it turns out that when that once that fight or flight kicks in, um, there's no rationality anymore. You don't yeah. rationalize with that person. You calm them down, then you rationalize <laughs> with them. Holy sh- I don't understand how hard this arc. why this is so it, hard. It, arc situation that's whatever and we don't want your kids there they're like we understand i mean we're close folks none of them are having kids no 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 dying societies value women and children above all else it's not like a free-for-all party orgy and if it was they wouldn't care if there were kids there because fuck that that they're they're clearly they've clearly abandoned morals they've clearly abandoned all sense of decency or human empathy they've abandoned all those things but you know what every dying society desperately needs children women and children mm-hmm. <laughs> women and children because women hold the children and children they replenish like it's just that oh my god it's like saying like hey guys your penis can be replaced with a turkey baster women's yeah. parts can't be replaced yet Mm-mm. yet not yet. Not, yet. Not, not, not easily not even close not at all, Kyle. Like they, they do have. Uh, point, I've seen lamb. Are... I've seen lambs being incubated inside an right. artificial womb. Right, like they have it now, but not. We're not quite there from conception beyond. We're not. Yeah, we're, so we're, they're right. not nearly as effective as a human body. We're like no, twelve no, no, weeks no, no, yeah, yeah, no, able no, to have Oh, body. Right, sheep body is way better at it. Right. No, they're they're not nearly as there. There are ways to do it in theory, but nobody. You can't. No, no good no. ways. Yet. It's yeah. impossible. It's it. It is currently impossible. It, illegal to to let's, actually no, conduct make, that let's, experiment. Let's yeah. get rid of. Let's get rid of laws and ethics and all those things. Mm-hmm. It is incredibly difficult yes. to replicate, uh, especially because uh, part of the gestation is the woman moving and being a person. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. 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 That's... And that's actually incredibly beneficial. You know what's really hard to replicate? That. That. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how about the hormones? The natural hormones mm-hmm. of happiness and sadness and just the general neurotransmitters that occur that uh-huh. also affect the fetus. Or, you and know, that's why you're oh, not supposed to stress out. Yeah. That's why oh, you're not supposed to stress out difficult. pregnant yeah. women because it actually affects the fetus. Or, like all these things are so intensely complicated that there is no way to truly replicate it yet and i say yet but i don't think that i think science is going to give up trying on that one Um, well yeah well it's i don't think necessarily that they're going to give up trying i just think it's not necessarily something that there's not a significant benefit to it they're always going i'm sure i'm sure that i'm i'm sure that there are i'm sure that there are people uh researching it because it's a fascinating thing to try to figure out yeah well and you know let's talk we're talking beneficial. Um, there are people who can't healthily gestate, right? 
Uh, women right. who would be put on bed rest the entire mm-hmm. time, which is not beneficial for a pregnancy. Those usually end right. up not being great mm-hmm. pregnancies. Uh, they can be high risk um, for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons, not, not just for her, but for the fetus as well. Though, you know, those those people might benefit from an artificial womb that might be more beneficial, but in a healthy woman that can carry right. with minimal risk. Right. At, Minimal risk. There's no such thing as an unaffected pregnancy. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. no as long thing. as, yeah, as long as. But if we're talking as, risk versus reward here, most of the time they're going to opt for the human body just right. because right. it cannot be replicated. Exactly. Right. It just can't be. Right. A, a surrogate. A surrogate is is always going to be the better option. Right. Absolutely. Which is which is why it's it's really not something. It's really not even something that they're going to practically try to replicate so he's so very wrong about what they would allow into these arcs you know it just wouldn't be well rich to do kind of doesn't even make sense it doesn't even make doesn't like you think it through and again in a dying society the most beneficial thing are children and women oh and as commodities as commodities let us be Mm -hmm. clear here that the female children are commodities that women are commodities Hell, the male children are commodities too, but they get privileges once they grow up. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't put kids through what's about to happen. I'm having more. I'm putting, I'm taking everything. I'm putting everything I got on the table. I'm going to have more children. We're going into this. Oh, We're going to no, win. Not, I'm putting everything no. on the line. I'm not a coward. No. I'm having more. Oh, you and are. I love them more than my life a thousand times. And that's why I Bullshit. love them enough to put them on the table so they have a future. And I'm not going to give up on humanity just because these sick psychopaths have decided to bring in world government and kill everybody. Children aren't poker chips, honey. <laughs> no, well, the, the, they are if you're Alex Jones and you're yeah. currently fighting for custody. Oh, but you couldn't even remember your own children's oh, birthday. Oh, right. that puts a lot of emphasis on this one. The globalists mm-hmm. in this case are his ex-wife. <laughs> yep. I'm going to have more children. I'm going to repopulate the earth. And it's like, mm, no. Yeah. No, I, no, no. Yeah. You like just went through this. Takers? Yeah. No, you just went through this whole no, trial I'm where sure you got... had laid out how shitty a parent you were. And you also laid out that this, this whole thing that we're doing here is a giant mm-hmm. act. Right. And your audience heard you say that and they, they still listen. It's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. It's care. really amazing. Nothing short of amazing, really. Mm-hmm. Your Honor, may I approach the bench, please? Yes, you may. <laughs> your Honor, did it ever occur to you that the defendant might have been lying? Well, Mr. District Attorney, no. No, that never occurred to me. But we have seven eyewitnesses. His prints were all over the murder weapon. His shirt was soaked with the victim's blood. As a matter of fact... Well, maybe I'm just not as cynical as you are. (laughs) That young man says he's not guilty. I'm afraid that's good enough for me. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum, 
instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash utahoutcasts for more information. Earlier this month, Leona Rawlinson, uh, the owner of a shop called Tweedtastic on the Isle of Lewis, which is uh, off the western coast of Scotland, and this comes to us from the Friendly Atheist blog, uh, they received a strange package in the mail. It was a Bible. Along with a letter from Dan McPhail, secretary of the Day One slash Lord's Day Observance Society. Oh my God! Can you please be less UK, just a little? <laughs> and the person wrote, um, "Let's see, what does it here? The uh, he had a problem with the fact that Rollinson, unlike other businesses on the island, kept her shop open on Sunday." And it's something that she began doing this past summer because, you know, if you're if nobody's open on Sunday, guess who's going to get all that Sunday business? The mm-hmm. one person that's open on Sundays. I, I've joked with my wife about this because uh, we have soda shops out the fucking asshole here in Utah because people love their yeah. sugary soda. It's you drink so dumb. I'm sorry. It's no, gross. It, it and the is, thing is, yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Most of them are owned by good Mormons, so they're closed on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I told my wife, like, if we started a business and just opened up on Sundays only, we would make a fucking killing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it would only take one day of work a week. <laughs> you know, we just have a, a soda <laughs> truck going around and, you know, like, we're going to be in this parking lot. And we'd get all the Mormons coming by with their suits on, just got done with church, stressed out over having 17 kids, you know, all of that shit. Because they need. Yeah, and their, their only outlet is sugar. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so this person wrote that uh, the purpose judge, of our letter. I say judgingly, Judgy Judgerson. Yes. The purpose of our letter <laughs> is certainly not to intimidate you into closing on Sunday. What the fuck were you sending them a Bible for? Read it. Read this shit. Nor are we aware of any organized campaign in relation to this matter. Unlike your group, you know, the Day One slash Lord's Day Observance Society. Which means, like, th- that says to me. Don't work on Sunday. Like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're going to be like, we've got some stones. If I see you pick up a stick, you know, we're just going to say, well, mm-hmm, who, what might happen? And this person said here in the, uh, in the letter, it says it continues. However, it is a sincere and humble request that you consider closing the shop on the Lord's day. <laughs> all right honey you're being way too british again well, the purpose of our letter is to certainly not intimidate you but we request that you close the shop on sunday or else that's uh, what it sounds or like else. to me yeah <laughs> or, yeah oh because here's the or else here <laughs> we are concerned for the spiritual and eternal as well as temporal consequences oh temporal yeah really? Ooh, now we're getting into threat territory honey of such actions of sunday opening and do not believe that lasting blessing or profit will follow uh, what you doing there, honey? <laughs> hey she's opening her business on sunday and she's making enough to cover her costs on that day uh she's probably going to stay yeah. open on sundays you know <laughs> Or, you know, find some jaded kid in the neighborhood to come and open, like, That would be nice. Yeah, just... <laughs> that's, that's so... Oh, my God, I can't... 
Temporal, though. Temporal. Yes. We're not trying to intimidate you, it says here, uh, but seriously, close your damn shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, else. We don't know of any organized boycotts, but a ton of Christians are totally boycotting your store. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fine. Well, that's because still it says making here, money. Indeed, we are aware of many Christians expressing disappointment that such an interesting <laughs> shop, such as Tweedtastic, is trading on Sundays, and that's solely because of this they are refusing to give their patronage. Fine. Let me tell you, everything else in your life is going just peachy enough where you're like, like my most important thing is the fact that the store is open on Sundays. <laughs> Guaranteed, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm upset there, that the tweet shop is open on Sunday. That is not what's going on. That tweet is shop not in Scotland open on Sundays. My God, that is they. That is not literally the most pressing thing in their life. It's just that they're suppressing every other horrible or detrimental emotion that they could possibly have, and they're going, "I can outlet onto this," because. Their marriage probably sucks and their life probably just sucks and they're constantly <laughs> repressing themselves in every fucking possible way and they just want to jerk it on the toilet and they can't because they're Christians. <laughs> and so you know what they can do? All this frustration? That fucking bitch is opening her shop on Sunday. Let's go after her. Like, that's what's going on here. This isn't, that's not that their life's so privileged that this is all they can worry about. It's just that... <laughs> Is that they're dying inside every day. Well, here's the thing, is that the National Secular Society explained how some Christians have already tried to punish Rawlinson for this. Uh-huh. Uh, in August, uh, she was approached by a man who came into the shop one Sunday to express his views on the shop's business hours and to distribute leaflets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's out. not going to go over well. She felt so intimidated by it that she reported it to the, to the police. And another incident, a woman entered the shop during the Sunday opening hours and started shouting. No, you don't do that. <laughs> it says here, um, it's really important to say that this does not represent the majority of Christians, Miss Rollins, it says. It's just one or two extremists. Oh, bless her for being so nice towards the Christians here. <laughs> I mean, we do it as well when it comes to other groups where it's like, yeah, you can't judge the the basis of all Christianity based on the extremists, just like you can't judge all Islam based on the couple of extremists out there. So it says here that um, uh, her partner, Martin Flett, which is an amazing name, says, we have also had many unsolicited messages of support and some Christians who disagree with the hardline approach we've received. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, good news to this. The story has taken on a life of its own in the past two weeks since it was first shared. And uh, you can't buy the sort of publicity. Like like when we got m- fucked over by the Proud Boys a bit. It's like, hey, thanks for all that <laughs> awesome publicity, guys. <laughs> You've done wonders for us. Yeah, we're doing good. Yeah. <laughs> Heard our names on a couple of other podcasts out there. It's been a good couple of weeks. So uh, let's see. Lots of people have called to support the shop. People of faith mm-hmm. and no faith alike. Resounding message over and over again is that this is not about religion. It's about controlling behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. And so it's uh, the card started arriving. People sending support as far away as Leeds. Um, the message of support came from the UK, Europe, South Africa, Canada. And it says here that uh, neither of us can walk on the street or around the supermarket without being stopped and offered support and encouragement. My 10-minute trip to Tesco today, which is like their supermarket That's, chain there, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, took me about nearly an hour, I would, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Some people are saying, it's about time. 
And so that's a that's an a repressed society that's like yes yes be that wedge <laughs> if ever if ever there was please, a repressed please free us please free us free us from these yes. these stupid stupid rules please <laughs> Sundays are back. boring as shit around here there's nothing to do nobody's it, open <laughs> it's 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 crazy how it's bad much, enough it's bad enough I we mean, live in Scotland there are so many people who want to cling on to their faith uh, in in whatever way they okay. participate but they want freedom they want freedom from their faith as well uh and that's just because faith is a an ultimately the 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 christian domination is an ultimately failing system and it just is because uh it's failed so many times throughout human history and it's gonna mm-hmm. fail again and the thing is that we just want to live, god damn it. We just want to live. <laughs> we just want to fuck with condoms and be safe and have consensual sex and drink our alcohol when we want to. God damn it, it's hard enough as it is. <laughs> and we want our tweed, god damn it. <laughs> well, here in Utah, you can't even buy a car on Sundays anymore. Just yeah, I know. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I know. I've been talking to a car salesman. He's like, at least I get Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so short-sighted, though. It's like, oh, it's dumb. Super, super dumb. Yeah, just go ahead and cut yourself out one seventh of the profit that you could possibly be making. It was about eliminating competition, is what it was. Yeah, it was about eliminating competition. It was. Oh my god! Every single law in Utah, you can trace back to eliminating competition. I mm-hmm. swear to fuck. Especially like, the one about carrying a fiddle in a in a brown paper bag, <laughs> <laughs> or playing a trombone for, before an auction, or something like that. <laughs> Whatever uh, the shitty laws that we have are. How, well, the alcohol ones you can you can trace those back to eliminating competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like they're like, they're, no, we're trying to encourage healthy behaviors. No, you're fucking not. You're eliminating competition. I see you, motherfucker. Yeah, you know what? You're <laughs> you can't lie to me. I know exactly what's going on here. Is there anyone in this court who is guilty? Well, of course. Fine. Everyone is found not guilty. Everyone is free to go. <laughs> Mr. District Attorney, would you please approach the bench? Tell me. Did you even bother to ask any of these people if they were guilty? Well, of course. And and they said they were innocent. Mr. District Attorney, it has never been the practice of this court to put innocent people in jail just to further my own career. May I suggest, Mr. District Attorney, that this is the wrong line of work for a man like you. Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. So Derek Paul is somebody that's not really on anybody's radar. However, he is a ex-gay pastor of a certain congregation. I'm not sure exactly where. However, this is the same man that has come out, and you might have seen it on uh, Facebook, Twitter, or whatever it is, uh, doing a five-minute interpretative flag dance, like, like really good flag dance too. Like, like you don't see those very often, except like when you're in high school and you see the the ladies doing that on the field and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, that's mm-hmm. kind of neat. But this guy was doing two flags at the same time, and it looked really good. Flag dance in front of like a congregation, and 
I'm sorry, that's not ex-gay. I, I, I might catch some shit from some people on that, but no, you don't do a five-minute interpretative flag dance as an ex-gay pastor and claim that you're not gay. I, I, you don't get to Not do in today's society. No. 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 Hopefully someday. Hopefully someday. <laughs> so he and uh, another guy by the name of uh, Robert Oscar Lopez are going to sit here and they're going to discuss the ex-gays and the LGBTQ curricula. Not Caligula, curricula. So here we go. So this is the question I get posed from people who haven't been in the lifestyle. They'll come to me and they'll say, so I feel like if I go into the lifestyle that... That lifestyle is the gay lifestyle because that's a choice, mm -hmm. according to mm -hmm. a lot of people out there. Just, God damn it. Quit denying who you are. Just stop. Just live a happy life. Just it's be gay. Just love it. Enjoy be it. Gay embrace and it. And do your interpretive dance and, 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 and live it. And, Fucking and own it. You know. I would love to have more straight men doing dance. Yeah. We need more straight men dancing in the world. We do. But you're not straight, honey. You're just not. not but I've spent shot. 300 seconds of my life watching this guy beautifully dance with his flags in front of a church congregation that mm. were just as confused as everybody else out there in the crowd and think, he's hetero. No, there was just no way because like mm -mm. I've never seen beauty come from straight men like that when it comes to flag dances. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are point of fact. Uh, hetero men are not known for flag dancing. No, absolutely not. I could possibly go to hell. Is that true? They bring the gospel to me. And then I say, well, what does the Bible say? And then they tell me, well, the Bible says that if I, you know, reject Christ and do this, um, if I'm not living according to the way that he's asking me to, then I'm going to go to hell. And I said, well, that, well, you just answered your own question, you know, and they'll go, well, if I go into the lifestyle and I reject the Lord, then will I be able to enjoy it? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's a lot of happiness on this side. I, I mean, there's, gay there's is synonymous with happy for a reason. There's, that's the, <laughs> one of the reasons that word was borrowed. <laughs> uh, yes, you can have fun without your God. Amazing, isn't it? It's just mm -hmm. fucking amazing. And I say, well, do you know the Lord now? And they'll go, oh, yeah, I know the Lord now. I'll say, well, then no, because the Lord does not leave you. It says that he's given this, this de um, deposit for salvation, and he's, he will never, you will never be too far away from him. There's nowhere you can run. You can't get away from him. He will always find you. He will always be there for you. He will not let Sounds like a really solid yeah. relationship, you know? <laughs> that that, well, that does not like sound really healthy. Putting, he's really putting himself into this dance. It's he's, really quite nice. Oh, so you're watching it. It's beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> he's like he's really feeling it. There's there's so, there's something genuine and honest in it, and it's like, oh my god, I want you to live your life like this. <laughs> but no, he's not. He's claiming that God's gonna find you if you ever leave him because mm -hmm. <laughs> he's that kind of fucking ownership kind of God. Oh my God! There's so much joy in this, and there's the, <laughs> and the embracing of the femininity of it, and the and like that. Oh, it's really quite lovely, and it and the really flags breaks are my heart. Too. <laughs> yeah, pick some really nice props. Oh my God! Come on, honey. No, you're not. You're not straight. You're gay. You are so gay. gay. And it's so. wonderful. And it breaks my heart that you won't embrace it because you gotta, there's a beautiful person in there who deserves <laughs> to be embraced. 
ah, he's really quite good. <laughs> I know, right? That's what it's breaks really my heart lovely. about this whole thing. It's really breaking my heart because he's <laughs> like, no, you're going to go to hell. It's like, no, you're not. There is no hell. There is no God. You deserve to live a full life. Love who you want to life. love. <laughs> you deserve to be loved. Well, you wait. are enough. <laughs> wait till his uh his cohort here starts to chime in because i listened to this earlier this week and you're gonna love this let you enjoy your sin he won't let you enjoy um living apart from him because you were made for him and so- nope i hate that fucking terminology I hate it. Like that's weird. so that's an abusive way of thinking you're mm-hmm. mine <laughs> you are mine you are made for him no it's mm-hmm. like it, it's like telling children that they're a, they're made for their abusive parents. No, 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 no. You are an individual life who or has like to I pursue heard, yourself. Like I heard growing up, we created you. We could take you out just as easy. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Heard that one a lot. So these are the questions that I get. People will say, "Can I basically can I outrun God if I can outrun my parents, my friends, my church, and all of this?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm sorry, but no. I've tried outrunning him. You can't outrun him. He will mm-hmm. keep after you. He'll he'll until he um, beats you. He'll down. refresh your conscience. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just can't. And mm-hmm. so these are some of the things that we talk about um, that they actually ask me. This is something that they have led that felt led to ask me. And um, true story. And they're asking because of my personal experience. I mean, this is what mm-hmm. I've experienced. Um, I'm not speaking from my personal experience, just from my personal experience. Yeah, that but was this a very is what weird, I've experienced. There's what some the very fuck, serious man? cognitive dissonance going on here. Yeah. He he just doesn't leave his children alone. He cares too much for them. Yeah. He'll wait patiently. Here you go. Keep after. Well, it's very interesting. I mean, I'm wondering if it's part of it is these younger generations that uh, are casting such a broad net. I mean, yes. so many people are exposed. Oh, fishers of men. Let me tell you what. Mm. <laughs> Goes yes. to some idealized version of the gay community. I can picture tons of yes. people thinking, oh, wow, this is like, you know, mm-hmm. everyone has a great body and they, they have such great clothes. And <laughs> Okay, his cohort there is also gay. Yeah, he's obviously very. gay. Clearly <laughs> gay because... Oh my God, your I body not, is so nice and your clothes... I am not... I'm not ever met a gay man living fully as a gay man who goes everyone in the gay community is sexy as fuck like that's in fact one of my favorite characters from uh recent like media history was uh brian posein and the other comedian guy that were on the sarah Sarah silverman show they were gay oh that was just sweet but they were so unattractively gay and i loved it sexy but they like (laughs) their characters had this like very real love for each other at times like there was these moments where they're like i love you i love you too and you're like damn it that's sweet fuck this show (laughs) and there was a another cartoon that was out like in the fuck i want to say late 90s maybe early 2000s called mission hill that is very Mm -hmm. obscure for some people out there is that the one that they were like legos no, 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 no. This is okay. one where Kevin and his brother go to live together while Kevin's still in school. And uh, anyway, the the landlord for the building and his partner was like this gruff, like factory worker dude. And it was just like a completely unexpected gay couple. But you're like, I love you, honey. I can't wait till we get to be a, be together tonight. And he's like, oh, I can't wait for you to get home. I love you. <laughs> it's just like Aww. an unexpected gay couple. But like, it was amazing <laughs> that the show was like calling out hipsters and, you know, like 
un uh let's see unpopular like ideas and couples at the time and stuff mm-hmm. like that and i was like man outcast? this show was prophetic <laughs> exactly we, we some outcasts in society <laughs> great clothes and <laughs> i've I don't comment on other people's clothes except for when it's like presidential debates because that's the only time I had fun with that. (laughs) Oh my god, that tie though. That what how who dresses that man? Because you know he doesn't dress himself. No. You know he's a toddler who cannot dress himself. He probably can't do buttons anymore at this point. But those those men talking, it's like they're like you can't outrun God. I'm like, that's what somebody says about their stalker. Yeah, no mm-hmm. shit. They don't oh, yeah. hear it though, and then they don't hear it. And I want to let Oscar say a couple more lines, and then we'll we'll cut him off for good because I'm tired of listening to this kind of shit tonight. <laughs> and they all seem to be fun, and and everybody loves them. So let me become part of it, but I don't actually want to do anything. You know, yes, it's kind of no, weird. Also, because we no. are in a situation where being gay is there's a there's an incentive to it. I mean, yes. you get things for being gay. There's an incentive for being gay. Okay, no, 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 (laughs) no. Honey, you were drawn to that lifestyle because you were attracted to it. Let me tell you something. Men who largely are not attracted to other men, I've met lots of straight men who can go to a gay pride and go, this is fun. This is fun. But they don't go and go, now I want a dick in my mouth. (laughs) That's not what they're doing. I miss you, Pride Parade. (laughs) Take me with you. (laughs) They don't, yeah, they don't, they don't go and go, Oh, I, 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 this, this culture and this, this is great. I just want to be a part of it. I totally no, want to blow it, a no. dude. You know, it's like, well, this is fun. This is fun. This is, this nice. is neat. There oh, is every, sure. Everyone is, everyone is so nice and friendly. Everyone Somebody is so nice here. bought me a this drink at this bar. That's amazing. I have never had that happen in my life before. <laughs> That needs to happen to at least every a straight man every once in a while. <laughs> I can't change the way society is until nope. I make equal to men. That's mm. fine. You can buy me drinks. Yeah, but, yeah I know no shit, right? <laughs> All right, let's hear one more line. And I don't think it was like that when I grew up or when you grew up, because you're still yeah. old enough that you remember growing up when you didn't get extra points for being gay. You, yes. you, you know? Yeah, you got bullied. And, yet, um, still... and there were other things that happened. Yeah. So it- okay, bullying still happens to gay people. Uh-huh. Still yes. happens, and uh, you don't you don't get extra points for being gay. No, no, um, I had to shut down. Uh, and I and I work with some wonderful people, but mm-hmm. privilege is a bitch. Uh, I had to shut <laughs> down a joke going around my team where the joke was merely that they had called some another man on the team or two other men on the team gay. That was the joke. Was the implication that they might be gay? <laughs> it's not. It wasn't funny, and yeah. I had to go to. I had to go and say, "Hey, hi. There's gay people we work with. This isn't cool." But like that's how prevalent it is that straight yeah. that even straight leaning men or men who just on the spectrum mm-hmm. or who would have who would have not been entirely straight. They are so so heavily pressured into being straight or on the gay side. They're bi men are not accepted either. Oh man, bi erasure is a very real thing. Oh yeah, the LGBT community. So and so no, there is no benefit to being gay, and there is no in between for men, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And so don't don't sit there and tell me that boys see this glamorous lifestyle and suddenly decide <laughs> they want dick. They either are 
intensely attracted to it or they're not. And that's because mm-hmm. our society pressures them into one or the other. And if they are attracted to dick, woe be unto them because it's still not great. And they better, better be white if they're attracted to dick. Just because your name is Mr. District Attorney does not mean this is the only job you can hold. <laughs> My name isn't Mr. District Attorney. People just call me that because I'm the district attorney. Well, fine, then it should be very easy for you to put this little career mistake behind you. (laughs) This court is now adjourned. If anyone needs me, I'll be in chambers drawing amusing caricatures of prominent political figures. Now, you might not know who the the name of Joe Barton is. He's a state representative or Texas representative, Joe Barton. Or as most people know him as, hey, that doughy white dude that had his dick caught on a flip phone fucking camera in 2017 (laughs) uh so anyway uh this is a now deleted post alex jones's Infowars recently published a video purporting to show the same guy masturbating they published the video on their website no need i remind anybody that's what killed gawker that's what got gawker is when they published the uh the fuck was his name hulk hogan's hulk sex hogan. tape yeah mm-hmm. so barton is in hot water for reportedly sending sexually charged videos apparently one of masturbation messages and photos to a woman whom he later threatened to report to capitol police if she exposed him i don't know how that works in his mind i don't know? know hey we carried on a consensual relationship but he's this family values guy that uh is not living family family values so <laughs> So what's interesting is that InfoWars had published the material, which seems at first blush to be a violation of Texas's revenge porn law. Yeah, I was actually going to say, this sounds a lot like revenge porn. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay, so it's like that Republican guy that was sending consensual nudes to the woman and we were like shaming him over it. And yeah, it's hypocritical and shit. But Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, he sent nudes. There are nudes out there, but like, don't publish the nudes. No, don't publish and the nudes. So Infowars, which is a publication of Free Speech Systems LLC, which makes me want to kind of look into that a little bit more. Like, who is Free Speech Systems LLC? It's an you Austin, Texas don't want to. company. <laughs> probably uh, terrible. Under twenty six dot sixteen of Texas Penal Code, <laughs> penal. Uh, <laughs> it's a crime to unlawfully disclose or promote promote uh, intimate visual material. And an offense occurs if, one, intentionally discloses sexual recordings without consent. Mm-hmm. There's, that's one right there. Yeah. Uh, two, mm-hmm. the person has depicted a reasonable expectation that their recordings would remain private. Mm-hmm. That falls mainly on the other lady, though. Three, <clears throat> the leaking of the recordings caused harm. The guy's probably going to lose his seat. I would hope that he loses his seat in this because probably. the GOP will make him step down so they can get somebody else in there. And four, the identity of the depicted person is disclosed, including through accompanying information. So everybody knows who he is because I just said Representative Joe Barton, (laughs) your public official, Mm. doing stupid shit like this. Like we talked about uh, Tom Hanks earlier. Mm -hmm. Tom Hanks has never been caught sending fucking masturbation videos to anybody. Just a normal guy doing a normal day's worth of work guarantee that dude send a dick pic or something sexually suggestive or something to someone at some point probably consensual because that guy seems like he's on the up and up um tom hanks if it comes out that you've sexually harassed or abused people i'm gonna be real real disappointed honey (laughs) um 
But like, yeah, no, it seems like, but guess what? If Tom Hanks has sent masturbation videos to somebody consensually and then it didn't come with threats afterward, I'm like, all right. And if it came out, I wouldn't be disappointed, like at all, at all. I'd actually feel really bad for him mm-hmm. because that's his private business and that nobody has any rights to that. Like, yeah. Uh, but I mean, if you're going to be like a family, family values kind of person and then you're going to be sending this shit, go fuck yourself. But also yeah. don't watch it, guys. Cause yeah. So well, like, first, this, yeah, like, why would you want to watch business. that? No. Your, one, I'm, I, I have no interest. Two, it's none of your business, and it shouldn't be out there. And, um, but also, go fuck yourself, representative. Yeah, and don't, like, don't shame the guy for this kind of thing. I called him a doughy white dude because he's an overweight guy. I am an overweight white guy. That's the kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but don't be like, hey, uh, look at the micro penis on this guy. It's like, you know, look, look, dude, not everybody's got the same gear as everybody else. It doesn't do anybody good for you to shame someone else's body. Right. But at the same time, this guy was running on family values kind of shit, and he's sending this solicit, like illicit material to other people out there. And so uh, Laura Loomer was the person that actually is credited with obtaining the footage. And a series of tweets says that she admits to giving the video to Alex Jones at InfoWars directly. And she says, uh, let's see, uh, people are asking me why I gave the video footage of Joe Barton, a Republican, to InfoWars. And she said, I'd be a hypocrite to report on Democrats who get caught up in sex scandals and do not do the same for Republicans. You Accurate, may not, but you may not yeah. like what I do, but I always keep it 100. So don't use that phrase. Mm, no, it just sounds weird. Yeah, no, <laughs> don't. But also, yes, but maybe not Alex Jones. No, that's, that's and the interesting thing is, is that the original post was actually listed with Alex Jones being the guy that posted it as the byline, uh-huh. and so <laughs> he could be slammed on this thing out here. So, mm. well, I I hope he is. Mm-hmm. I I hope this brings down Infowars, and uh, oh, I'm I'm not great. afraid to say it. I fucking want that group gone. I've wanted them gone for so fucking long. <laughs> oh, you know they're entirely toxic to any sort of public discourse. Yeah. They're uh-huh. absolutely. Uh, useless and detrimental to any sort of information that's available right. to the public. Right. Uh, we are not going to, you know, say that law, like laws, should be made against them. Mm-hmm. But if they break laws and yeah. it takes them down, then yeah, well, that, the that's is, the way that we want things mm-hmm. to be. Violating this Texas law is a class A misdemeanor. It's not a felony. Mm-hmm. So the civil consequences of the publishing the video could also be dire. The The Barton video raises memories of a lawsuit filed by Hulk Hogan, as it says mm-hmm. here, uh, right. against Gawker. And the reason Gawker went down is because the penalties that came out of that were too much that they couldn't pay them out. Mm-hmm. And I used to like that website quite a bit. Uh, let's see, in Florida, on six claims that they had when it happened in Florida, said publication of private facts, invasion of privacy by intrusion upon seclusion, right of publicity intentional infliction of emotional distress, negligent infliction of emotional distress, and surveillance of communications. And the grand jury of that one uh, awarded $115 million in damages and $25 million in punitive damages. And so they uh, settled on like $31 million and shut down the website. They took like liquidated like literally everything they had. Mm. So, mm. so there's been no word yet whether Texas prosecutors are going to try to pursue the case. but um. Hopefully, InfoWars gets spanked yeah. on it for a little bit. But you know what? Yeah. Hopefully, they also get websites like BuzzFeed for publishing shit like that, too, because mm-hmm. nobody should mm-hmm. be, nobody is exempt 
from the punishment that comes from sharing shit like this. You know, I used to be uh, pretty proud of BuzzFeed. I thought they were doing a good job. I thought they were doing reporting they're, of news in a new way, but they but they've gone. They're salacious, they've gone just side. like other people. They 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 were yeah. TMZ, but they dialed it back a little bit. But they they're just as bad sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Don't watch the video though. No, <laughs> no just, just don't. don't. Or look don't. at the pictures. Just don't. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Holy shit, folks. We made it through another week's worth of episodes. Um, well, that does it for us outcasts. Uh, don't worry. As much as we love doing this show each and every week, bringing you guys two, two brand new episodes every week and a secret patron show on Friday. Um, I need to take Fridays off from editing and stuff like that. Uh, but don't worry. Because we will be back, like I said, on Friday with our patron stuff that's about six months old. Uh, if you want to hear the fresh stuff, it all takes us about as a buck a month. It's not that big of a deal. However, before we finish things up over here, I need to give some love to the people who have given to us this month. And with that, in no short order, we have Alan Firth, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Larry Wilson, Tony Prowse, Keith Davies, George Green, Satan's Little Monkey, Jeff Perlman, Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, and Corey Johnston from the Brainstorm Crew, uh, Rob Otto, Stephen Andrus, and Angelica Pearson. Thank you so much for all the support that all of you are giving to us. I I hope that my, this meager show lives up to your wonderful standards. I, I really do appreciate everything you guys do. Uh, let's see. No new reviews for anybody and no new hate mail. Oh, wait, I think we I take that back because we did get a review on Facebook. And I'm going to bring it up because I completely forgot to bring this up until just now. And it, this tags along with the, uh, the, the Proud Boy thing because... Somebody found us and uh, brought us back over the, the four-star threshold. We were like 3.9. And it's from a guy named Chris Chozard. And it says, I have no idea what this podcast is, but I love that a bunch of trash snowflakes are super offended by it. I found it because one of them was sharing a post instructing people to leave bad reviews, LOL. Good job advertising it, I guess. And that's exactly what it is. The... Those guys just made us stronger. They didn't do anything to stop us. They just made us a bigger thing. Uh, anyway, thanks for the great review, even though you don't know what the show is about. Uh, hopefully you listen. Hopefully you take a second or two to listen to it. Uh, coming up this weekend, we should have Kevin Logan uh, from YouTube fame coming onto the show this weekend. It should be a good recording. He's all the way the fuck over in Manchester. Not Manchester. I don't know. It's all the same cities over there. I, I, I'm kidding. I love my British people that listen to the show, and I love the Australians that listen to the show. It's it's amazing that you guys dare to listen to a show that has the word Utah in the title of it. 
kind of a bit short-sighted when we set up the show, but I mean, all three of us are from Utah and we are outcasts. But anyway, Jesus, I'm rambling now. Um, thanks for listening. We will catch you next week with a brand new episode. Uh, but with that, it's time to bring episode number 148 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. I'll be here all along everything around me Her destination's unknown Well, I can't believe how she tried
So at this point of the show, I usually have the the funny little clip, and I do have some a uh, little bit of extra audio coming up that has stuff from Felicia Kyle and myself. However, it does have spoilers for Justice League. So if you have not seen the movie and you don't care, actually it's the other way around. If you have seen the movie and God damn it, I, I am having the hardest time stringing thoughts together as I'm fucking recording this. If you've seen the movie, there's nothing to spoil. If you haven't seen the movie and you don't want it spoiled, I suggest you stop listening now because uh, we talk about it uh, for a bit. Uh, anyway, enjoy. And this is Zach signing out until next week. There's that moment where Jason Momoa's uh, Aquaman starts getting vulnerable and he starts expressing <laughs> feelings. Mm-hmm. And then everyone treats it like a joke. Yeah. He, and then he's like, and then he like threatens to punch someone. I'm like, no, guys, it would have <laughs> been so much more endearing and funnier if he had just been genuinely vulnerable and then like hugged someone too hard and then walked away. Like that would have been genuinely sweet and funny and vulnerable. And it would have shown that men can have feelings. It would have been, it would have been interesting writing, but instead you guys went with the, like the regular manly men don't show feelings. <laughs> no, no, you gotta like, love that. The lasso of truth cuts through fucking toxic masculinity. You gotta love that as a weapon. You know, <laughs> that's true. But he still, but he still went through. He went, still went back to toxic masculinity. I would have really appreciated him to be like. That actually was a really healthy moment for me. I really appreciated that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did think it was funny. He was always like, "I'm young. I got shit to do." <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was genuinely, like the whole speech was really good. He's like, "I don't want to die. I understand that this is important." but I don't want to die. And I'm like, oh my God, this is really good. This is, it's sweet and kind of funny because we've all kind of been there. Like I'm young and I want to feel this way. Yeah. We should be having fun. And then, but then it was just like, oh, back to toxic masculinity. Right. And I'm like, how great would it have been if you had just been like, like, oh, hug. That would have been, yeah, that would have been fantastic. But I, I really, I really get, I really got the feeling that that was a, that was a, jo- one of the Joss Whedon scenes. Yep, absolutely. That, it was, absolutely. that was absolutely a Joss Whedon scene. But it, all over and it. they couldn't, they couldn't do it because that would have changed. That would have made that character too inconsistent with the, re- with the remain, with the remainder of the film. <laughs> but I wish they'd written that him as a more I went, yes. vulnerable, but right. also strong human being. Like right. I wish that his vulnerability, like because Wonder Woman, her vulnerability is part of her strength, right? Mm-hmm. Her ability to connect and to be vulnerable and real with people is actually part of what gives her so much strength. Right, right. And, and, but and this, but one hundred. But I'm sorry, it's been a hundred years. Get over Steve. Oh my god, <laughs> no that was shit, such bullshit. Right? <laughs> Rena and I were pissed. We were like. She didn't even love him. She fucked she, him like, that knew, one. She like barely knew him. She barely knew him. She never said she loved him. She however, did, she was, however, it was her first. <laughs> it was her first dick. And first man, you know, yeah, first man. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It was her first dick. It and wasn't it, her first time. To be, she, to be completely. She made that abundantly clear. It was not her first time fucking. <laughs> to, to keep it 100 here. To keep it 100 here. That was Chris Pine, you know. <laughs> oh my god, fuck off. No, there is no dick so good that you can't like get on with your life. I'm he, sorry. He is There's Captain Kirk. No, 
He is pretty fucking magical, you know. <laughs> if it were, if Bill Allred has the fucking hots for him, it's got to work. No, it does. There is no. And by the way, this no, woman, there's no such thing as magic dick. I, I know that. I'm just saying. But no, but this woman also has all like she has so much scientific knowledge. They showed that in Wonder Woman, right? Like she understands, yeah. but uh, this all the scientific knowledge. You don't think that she has access to mental health knowledge as well? Because. <laughs> She probably does. So she well, probably, the like, fact that the fact that, that she's been around that she's been around so she's been around long enough to have read every research paper as on, it's coming out on sexuality, like yeah, no. just, and love yeah. and everything. And she probably like got herself a therapist. She dealt with the grief. You know, grief never leaves you. Grief is always a part of you, but mm. it's not like it holds you back forever. Like she just. She just lived with it, and and it became a part of her, and she just, you know, she's fine. So, like, that whole, like, oh, because of him, I'm afraid to be a leader shit, go fuck yourself. Even (laughs) me, in a hundred, if I can survive a hundred years more and also be as hot as I am now, you bet your ass I would not be pining (laughs) over the best dick I'd ever received. To give the movie credit where it did right, I think one of my my favorite scenes, and then we'll get into the regular show, is the uh, Superman's back and he's standing at the monument and Flash is like, here, let me try some shit. And Superman's <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> like he's following him with his eyes and Flash is like, what the shit is that? <laughs> I love that scene. And Superman proceeds to beat his ass and, and fat ass... <laughs> Sorry, fat ass Batman has to walk all the way <laughs> to the monument. <laughs> you're, you're muted. Felicia. I have so many problems with that scene because I'm like, that was hilarious. No, just okay. So everyone knows, everyone knows. Superman didn't hate Diana. Batman didn't hate Diana. Everyone likes Diana. Everyone likes Wonder Woman. Everyone likes her. She's wonderful. She is the best. And so just have her not. Three strangers, <laughs> not not cyborg, ready to shoot him. <laughs> well, right, but, yeah, but he also did. But he also strangers. didn't really know her. Yeah, no, but he, but but she wasn't a she wasn't a threatening face, right? No, she wasn't threatening. And then just have Lois there. Just everyone. Yeah, start, that, that would have been that probably would have been a good place. But what <laughs> what I want to know is what happened to his shirt? <laughs> why? Yeah, why he was. was he was buried in a suit. They put what? him in. They put him in the tank no, you in a what? full suit. Oh, I was gonna and say then when there you... was just no shirt, and you know just what? Just no shirt. Just... Not gonna complain because when... there was like a full twelve minutes of him without a shirt, and I he's yummy. Thoroughly Let me tell you what. That. Oh, <laughs> oh, I thoroughly. I like. I remember thinking in the movie like, okay, this writing is stupid as shit, but he doesn't wear. He's not wearing a shirt. So. There was a lot of good shirtless guy stuff in that movie. I was like, wow. <laughs> and yet people are having problems with the uh, the ladies that were working in the Amazon temple. Okay, I actually having... do have a problem with that. I do. I... Not because they were half naked. That's not my problem. My problem is that in Wonder Woman, they didn't dress like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They wore armor and shit. And I'm like, did anyone think the Amazons weren't hot as fuck? Is... Uh, well, the problem is you're running there is you're running into a male costume designer <laughs> and yep. a male director. Yep. And also... As as I've heard somebody joke, there's there's a gay um, comic book podcast I listen to called Flame On, and it's, <laughs> it's fucking amazing. And they were talking about, well, I got a, I got an easy answer for that, and I'm like, oh god, this is gonna be great. And he's like, fucking climate change, and I'm like, ah! yep, 
It's like so 100 funny. years ago it was a lot cooler and I'm like, "Yep, okay, he fucking wins." <laughs> that was great. Funny. That's fucking funny. That's funny. So, I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids summer tees for 5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for 17.99, and a shark vacuum for 199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach days. I got Kohl's cash too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it. Because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.